listening to the Melanated Movement Podcast with Tess and Anne. We invite you to take a deep breath, open your mind, and prepare to go on this wild ride. Episode loading in five, four, three, two. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to another episode of the Melanie Moving Podcast with your hosts, Tess and Anne. This Hello. is your girl, Anne, with my amazing co-host, Tess. Hey, Tess. Hi, Anne. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, my Hi. voice went away there. I'm so sorry. Tess! <laughs> your voice did go away there. I was like, wait, what happened? She's shy. She's shy. <laughs> it's I'm all right. Shy. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Hi, Anne. Hi. How are you? I've missed you. I've missed you too. <laughs> We've been like adulting so yes. hard. And yes. October has been Octobering. Yes. I, I have to say October is kind of like it used to be like, I don't know. I feel like last year or maybe the year before I was like, yeah, October, I'm going to make October mine. Mm-hmm. And then since that point, October has been rough. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> 2021, I was like, I'm going to say yes to everything. I'm October's my month. Da-da-da. If you guys don't know, we are, our birthdays are in October. Yes. We're, our birthdays are four days apart and we celebrate. Um, But like we... <laughs> we're so modest we're like oh it's my birthday and we don't really we didn't really celebrate we celebrate like our 30th mm-hmm. and then we've had moments where we celebrate with each other and we always celebrate each other daily because mm-hmm. i mean that's what we do exactly yeah and 2021 like i'm gonna say yes to everything da, 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 da. 2021 was cool and in 2022 sucked i mean it didn't suck my birthday was great it was a sequence of events that happened in october and then the remainder of the year oh, into 2023 yeah. I was but like, if you really think about it like october itself was pretty darn decent i mean october itself it ended so. up with a nice like a nice bang and then that's true we did party hard yeah <laughs> that's true i think it, what it is is like now when we think back to october of last year 2022 we're mm-hmm. like oh, it's sad for us but right. it was a beautiful moment at the time mm-hmm. yeah so last year if you guys don't know we lost like the matriarch of our family on yes. our mother's side and it was just very tough for us so our birthdays are in october our grandmother's birthday is in October, right in between ours. Yes. So when October comes around, it's like, it is hard for the entire family, of course. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to celebrating our birthdays, it's hard to celebrate because we've always celebrated our birthdays together. together. So yep. we, my mother is the queen of like making sure that if you get celebrated. Yeah, you about you, to take this cake. You, yes, you so, get your roses and your flowers and your praise and, and your you're celebration. Gonna smile for this and picture. you're, you're going to love it. But like that's, like, that's what gives her joy, though, right? Yeah, like, we Good just birthday parties. In, yes. My twenty third, your twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. Remember, so mommy did something different for all of us. But like, we had this big cake with mm-hmm. the th- our the three our three names on it. Mm-hmm. We cut the cake together. Mm-hmm. Actually, I really remember that you had just cut your hair. Mm-hmm. It was looking so fucking good. Thank you had you. this nice body like suit, not suit, but it was like a dress, but it was like form fitting. Ooh, mm-hmm. Tess was giving cakes. Okay, <laughs> three tiered, like you know, like you know, like she said, navy broads are like her shoulders were giving the arm was giving like she had the nice like cut i loved her cut that way and then like grandma had her fit on she had her normal like a uh, little swoop in the top yeah and the pin. she always loved that swoop exactly yes. i remember the dress that she was wearing and then i wore a pink dress for my birthday mm-hmm. and my mom was like it's a surprise that we all knew you know what i mean mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. mommy got a mariachi van for me because she knows i'm mexican yeah. at heart <laughs> <laughs> you were a little mexican I you, love, you love your tacos you love and the that, culture exactly the, music. the culture the yes. music the people like please mm-hmm. invite me to you 
you're a party. Whole, you're a whole Mexican. And I eat all of it. Like, I love here. it. Yeah. yeah. The culture is great. I have a good time. So we're used to celebrating our birthdays together in, mm-hmm. in every sense. Like, every time my birthdays come around, mom's like, no, you're not busy on that day. No, there's not anything going on. And we show up and it's like, happy birthday. Like, mm-hmm. we've had birthdays in mansions. Like, yes. we have, like, really, my mom is really good. So yeah. this is the, this is our first birthday birthdays without our grandmother and it, i'm not gonna lie i have been a mess like mm-hmm. september happened i was like i wish i could just sleep through l- both birthdays because grandma's birthday is 26 i'm the 27th and i could just take a nice nap on the 25th and wake up on the 28th that'll be pretty i'd nice. be ideal yeah i'm not gonna even hold you yeah. um i did hear that the year like the first are typically the hardest yeah you know the first time you're celebrating something without that person your first you know major holiday Mm -hmm. their birthday their Mm -hmm. first birthday and the not being you know earthbound um like major events right and i think for us like it hits and the reason why i think we're dreading like i mean I, i speak for myself like dreaded october as well as because your mom like worked so damn hard on putting together this celebration of life while she was alive yeah. um on the 29th of october mm-hmm. so we had our birthday separately and then on the 29th like we we partied we and people came from all Everywhere. over bahamas the, the haiti ha- new york yes. maryland virginia france. yes we had people from france like who came over and like, celebrated her and like gave her her flowers and it was just like I don't know. It was amazing. And I don't know, like, if, you know, how much we're going to delve into it. But there was a moment in time, and I didn't understand it then, that she was sitting there and looking at everybody and she was crying. Yeah, she was. Like, crying. And there was this part that just kind of felt like it was, like, her... Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it was just her realization, like, oh, like, look at how loved I am and look at all of this, yeah. and, you know, all the people who came to celebrate me. Like, I'm good. I've lived, like, I've yeah. lived a good life. I've mm-hmm. lived a full life. And, like, that was maybe, like, her final permission to kind of let go. And and, and shortly after, we actually, like, lost her. Lost um, if and everyone's know. surprised, like, oh, my gosh, she looks so good on her birthday. Right. And that's the part that still, honestly, I mean, I've, I've had to stop, like, obsessing over it. But that's the part that has messed me up for a very long time. It's just, like, the, the, the huge shift. It's, like, this, this this parallel like that's the best way i can explain it from like one life right and one reality to the complete opposite of that in a matter yeah. of a day it in was a, literally in a snap that of the finger yeah. it was overnight and yeah it was it's the literally first, that yes as well and even when it happened um i i don't think like we were fully aware that like oh this is like this is how it was and i very much remember like your mom was having conversations with me because she's the she's the more like hey this is what's happening Mm -hmm. but i'm also used to like her just being very prepared and anticipating for all outcomes including the the worst possible outcome that in that moment when she was sharing some information i was very much like yeah maybe you know and it hadn't sunk in fully until the until the following week 
-hmm. And it was just like this whole thing. It felt like a grandmother went to sleep and just sort of never woke up, you know? Yeah. It was tough. Yeah, it was very tough. And it's our first year without our matriarch. And it happens, it still happens to be like our birthday month, you know? And it's like this is whole, it's a whole thing. Um, So it's it's a little tough. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Sounds like it's giving you the it. (laughs) I mean, the thing that's really interesting is because, I think it's I I knew so much by new like I wasn't involved mm-hmm. in in the in the ins and outs because I I didn't know the information like mm-hmm. Tess you've been always someone that's been very much involved with family with with grandma whatever so you mm-hmm. like you know the day to day and then of course mom mom is the my mother is the oldest of many <laughs> so she was handling a lot of things mm-hmm. and so I was helping her and doing whatever it was and then me and grandma because. Um, we were in the same space. I would speak to her every day and I would see her every day mm-hmm. and I knew how she was feeling every day. Mm-hmm. And then like the day after the party, I knew she was tired. It's the only way I could really explain it. Mm-hmm. And then from the day of her celebration, she was just tired. Mm-hmm. Um, is the is the best way that I can describe it. And I just knew the way she was feeling. Mm-hmm. And then when I look at certain videos from that day, because she was just my mom was just like was describing how she was feeling, but gonna like would never tell you she was in pain, but you could tell. Mm-hmm. And some of the videos where she's dancing and she's moving or whatever, you can tell she was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But she was like, no, but this is this is my moment, mm-hmm. and I really love the fact that she took it all in and she was like you know effort we ball like we're gonna really do this and and i am grateful that's that the we person had, she was yeah we had the opportunity of really just spending time with her and that's something i'll never i'll never let go of and that's something we continue to celebrate so i've i've tried to change my paradigm of instead of being and my grandma was never a sad female no. she was like you're crying for no reason yeah, like, she was feisty. <laughs> I, and like even in our dream whenever we start to cry mm-hmm. it's like we literally see her and she's like no like wipe your tears yeah like what are you like, like what are you hungry yeah exactly exactly (laughs) and then like so at moments where like i look at it i think about it i literally hear her Mm -hmm. say wipe your tears like i'm still here you're crying over nothing like Mm -hmm. relax like and she never like even though she knew how serious something was she just never let you believe that she always gave you something to just feel better so as we can and that's how how my mindset has changed in september i was a mess i'm not gonna lie i I cried more than i probably would like to admit that i cried uh and at the beginning of october i was a mess but as time has gone on i feel like her and i have had conversations to where i know as our birthdays are like approaching it's a celebration of life it's a celebration of us like like on your birthday we're gonna we're going to celebrate no matter how that feels for us because celebrating you is celebrating her right on my birthday we're going to celebrate because celebrating me is celebrating her on her birthday we're going to celebrate because celebrating her it just means a lot to us and so we just want to share that with you guys really quick (laughs) (laughs) not to make it grim from the very beginning but we just have i mean we've had a, a hard moment in time we had a gap in our from our last episode to this episode and we have a few announcements that's happening this episode to to celebrate of course so definitely stay tuned for a very interesting a very interesting episode and i hope you guys enjoy yeah, it yeah and life changes like so many life exactly. changes right oh my goodness it's been it's been like it's been like a whirlwind like a I don't know, like tailspin type of thing, right? But you know, it's good. It's good stuff. Not yes. us crying. I know, right? <laughs> Hashtag vulnerable. <laughs> no, like we. You can tell. I mean, I don't know. Like if you feel it, we. This is somebody 
you know, not without her faults and not without her flaws, but, you know, as human as possible, right, as she, human. Was, she was, she was a force to be reckoned with. And I still, you know, and I'm so happy that you have conversations with her still. And I'm so happy that she feels still so much integral and present in your experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that I, allow myself to feel that sometimes but not always mm -hmm. i think there are times where you know as life changes are happening that i wish i could maybe like hear her voice um because she was always so curious and so like she would ask like She's a bazillion questions lead. and she would like want to know things that you know and it's a something that i don't like always have you know and one of the things that i i remembered very clearly and you know i'll move on but is that how your mom just kept saying after everything last year you know i'm gonna take over you know i'm taking over the celebrations i'm taking over the matriarchal duties and yeah, one of the things that she she's um that 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 um our grandmother would always do she's she would always be so interested in our lives you know she'd be like what's going on like oh yeah and then who's this person and what right. is happening she, here you know you're like nosy. dang you're nosy but it was just like this thing like i looked forward to like if it's mm -hmm. a new job it would be like oh, how is it going who are the yeah. people how do you like exactly. this and how do you like that right and if there's, if there's anybody treating you bad like, who yeah, are they, who are what they? Are they exactly names? and then she was like you know you. this is this is what i know you know i'm not this you know i'm not this i'm not i'm not the most experience in this but this is how i know mm. and then the other thing that will always follow is just like i would pray for you and i love how like as these changes have happened or and are actively happening in our in our lives your mother truly not has not only has taken over like the celebration but like has also taken over like the questions even mm. like when she like she'll ask the the questions and make me feel so much closer to to grandma mm. like the questions about like so what's happening here and what's happening there and then did you get this done and did yeah, you get that she done gets and so what's missing here and what's missing there and like you know it, it's just like i don't know it's it it feels it feels good it and feels i whole. just it does and yeah. you know we're we're a resilient bunch and i think we're we're not her grandchildren for nothing and i don't take the month of october very for lightly granted, i think it's yeah. just like you know and I, I i do agree with you that we ought to celebrate um an amazing her life, yeah. through us i agree i feel like it's time to lead i feel like whenever you have such a connection with people who especially who pour so much into you they're giving you that base um to lead like mm -hmm. at times when like you are at a point where you are building yourself and you are growing and you're recognizing the things that work and that things that don't work and what to share and how to share and, and how to show yourself to the world and, and, and being unapologetic about it mm -hmm. and seeing how unapologetic she was mm -hmm. and how guarding she was and how protective she mm -hmm. was and how she stand she would stand 10 toes down for whatever it was and she would protect us or whatever mm -hmm. I feel like by her doing that by example that is now instilled in us like mm -hmm. I'm gonna be 1000 like we're not the family to really back down out of things especially if we really believe in it mm -hmm. and then we support our family 1000 percent, especially if they're doing something that they've poured themselves into we mm -hmm. support it so mm -hmm. i feel like it's something that we've really taken and we've you know put into our spirits and we're now pouring into like our cousins and into mm -hmm. into our children and things like that mm -hmm. so i mean it's it's a great lesson she's a she's someone that won't ever be forgotten it's now and we can literally say she's looking down on mm -hmm. us considering how literally. high <laughs> her thing is um what? Yeah. yo this woman hilarious 
hilarious <laughs> yo not to be grim but our grandmother when we were choosing mm-hmm. plots and things, it was the like, two of us actually yeah oh my god it was mm-hmm. terrible one, oh my god one thing to i don't know if you if whenever you can become a grandma grandpa grandparent for a non-binary whatever it is man to take your grandchildren to pick out your plot is so grim <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know if i ever want to do that again i'm just saying i'm just gonna buy my shit and tell my son to zero go there. out of ten would not really zero out of ten <laughs> it sucked but um one thing about her is like she's like i want to be at the top i want to look down on you first so, of all she didn't want to be in the ground she didn't like, want to be in the ground we gotta start with that so right? first of all she's like i don't want anybody to be stepping on me while they're going period. to see their and already, that's, that's already seven grand no <laughs> 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 funeral guys the the death industry or whatever industry it's it's given rich riches Mm, rich baby daddy Mm. like drake said um (laughs) (laughs) but now she had the top i know right she had the top tippity top of the coliseum so when we go see her we gotta look up to her and Mm -hmm. ironic enough that was that is literally how she was yep and she even said it she's like i want to be able to be you know right up there looking down at you while you're all crying and you will look up to me as you've always done throughout (laughs) your life and you will continue to do because i'm that girl yeah yeah and then then i will i will like soften it by saying like there's this body of water that's like on the other side of it too which is like it is gorgeous and it is quite peaceful and there's a part of it she's like and you know y'all can just kind of sit down you know sit down and you know like enjoy the view and all that stuff and i want to you know full circle thing but yes she was very sassy oh yeah she always had something to say she was very she was brave um extremely extremely courageous um nosy loving fiercely loyal to Mm. the one she like you know towards the one she loved and you know she will never be forgotten so so cheers cheers to gunny cheers cheers to scorpio season like drake said october is my month your time should have been over (laughs) uh so cheers to that it's a matter of a few days So now that we've uh, cried and gotten vulnerable on here, right. let's a little sippy sip. <laughs> yeah, a little sippy sip. What what is going on? What do we want to talk about today? There's a lot going on, and specifically, we wanted to um, send our thoughts and prayers specifically to what's going on in Palestine and Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't we don't want to dive too deep, but I know Tess, of course, you are my research queen. <laughs> I um, I am not I'm not gonna lie. I have been. Um, I think because I've been exposed to certain things when it came to my deployment and the type of people I keep and the information I have when it comes to wars, when it comes to physically seeing them, it's because I've seen so much already. I become really sensitive to them. So I was purposely avoiding uh, seeing the videos and purposely avoiding getting certain information. But that's I'm speaking from a place of privilege. Because how nice would it be for someone to just turn it off? Or how nice would it be to just not acknowledge that? How nice would it be to not live in what's going on specifically? So we're just going to go over that and just make sure we send our thoughts and prayers to people who are experiencing the, the genocide that's happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It's it's absolutely awful. It's disgusting. Um, but, you know... One one of the things that I, I like to do is I, I like to we like to do is we like to give context to what is going on and what has happened and how we got to where we are right exactly. and so um, I, and the best way to start um, the the preceding events to the all out war that is currently going on and I don't I almost feel. Uh, 
wrong calling it a war because you know when you have a side that is heavily equipped and heavily militarized and has all the tools and equipment all of that stuff and the support and the backup um to completely annihilate another side it's very i hardly call that war it's more you know like a a, a, an, an intent like right um mm. a, a, attack and an extinction uh mission essentially it really is um but just to start with what's what happened is that on uh october 7th um hamas uh militant and hamas started just for people's information as like a political group um early uh, in the in the 19 i want to say in the 1960s and it is recognized now by the u.s department of state and um other uh, parts of the the un as a as a as a foreign terrorist group um now opinions will vary and statements will vary as well but Hamas uh, invaded Israel from the Gaza Strip, and it was during a music festival uh, that was happening in on the Gaza Strip in Israel, the part of Israel, and they um, 260 civilians died. A uh, great number of other uh, people were injured. Israeli were injured, and there were also quite a few people who were um, taken or you know uh, abducted or kidnapped, and so that uh, elicited this uh aggressive response from the Mm -hmm. uh, from idf for the israeli government who then uh proceeded to uh bomb uh severely uh essentially wipe out uh the the entire west bank of gaza and the following uh, over the following few days like was we're sending missiles and bombing the areas and continuing and several thousand of people uh palestinians uh died uh at the end of the of that of that massacre uh, of that um attack and so this is something that's been going on since 7th of october so we're now the eighth what we're we're in the middle of October exactly, right now, so it's been going on for 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 a couple of weeks now, and the death toll on both sides, on the both the both the Israeli side and the Palestinian side, have been too great to bear. Um, and with that, there's also quite a bit of either misinformation or mm-hmm. bias that's also like kind of filtered through the media there are of course a very divide there's there are of course very divisive statements and mm-hmm. there is a pretty heavily divided um i want to say divided uh, cohort of people right. on each side um who believe what they believe mm-hmm. um but if you and I think it is important because we get distracted and sometimes we get the privilege of saying, which is amazing. We have the privilege of not of tuning out right. or of changing the channel. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we're not in harm's way. We're not physically in the danger zone. And so we can change the channel and there's sports still going on and, right. con- and concerts still happening and events still going right. on because we're, we're not being physically affected by this right now. But if you do have an opinion or if you do want to learn a little bit more, I think it behooves you to learn about the whole history. Right. Um, it, it, it is an atrocious thing that happened on 7 October. Don't want to deny that. 
I do think, however, that it is also important to understand the entire history of Palestine, to understand how Israel became a state um, in the area how Palestinians have been treated over the last 75 years mm-hmm. uh, since the you know, 19th post- and 20th century. It's yes. Been, it's been so long. It's been, you know, it's been a very, it's been a very long, uh, long <laughs> and arduous and oppressive, debilitating period mm-hmm. for the people. And I just, you know, this is this is what's going on. And so a lot of lives are being lost. Uh, I think you mentioned today there's something else happened. Was it um, you said the ho- something about the hospital? Yeah, if there you was a hospital that. that was bombed. I'm not mm-hmm. I don't have um, the full information because, mm-hmm. again, I see it and I read what's going on. Mm-hmm. However, I don't I don't like to talk about them without again. I'm some you know how we are. We like mm-hmm. to find out not only is the information true, because the thing is, there was so much propaganda when the um, the war in Afghanistan was happening, where they were using old videos yes. to then make certain people look worse than what they mm-hmm. were and things like that. So I'm not saying that the video was is old at all. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that when I did see the video, it affected me to the point where I put my phone down to where I couldn't take it because I saw mm-hmm. the bodies of children. Mm-hmm. And um, there was this doctor holding this child that was covered in soot, that was covered in smoke, his mm-hmm. his organs, mm-hmm. excuse me, you mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that you could see. And then, of course, I mean, anybody would feel anything for it, but then me having a child specifically, I wept. Mm-hmm. I wept because the idea of this happening to my child, I just couldn't handle it. But there was a bombing, and um, I didn't, I, I closed my phone, so I can't really speak too much of it. The only thing I can really do is do my research to make sure I'm well informed and then mm-hmm. make sure wherever I'm getting my research from is accredited mm-hmm. because I don't want to then share the wrong information and it comes right. back to me. And, and No, I, I feel like that's completely fair. Mm-hmm. And I think it. I would like to kind of speak to the fact that we're also you know at some point we're part of you know a military government mm-hmm. and at some point you you actually if i if you feel comfortable sh- meet with me sharing that you actually were in afghanistan for mm-hmm. for 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 a period of time mm-hmm. and i can only imagine like the horrors and i can only imagine like I, and i i can only understand like f- even hearing that from afar to just how triggering it of must course. be and how much it just kind of recalls and and understanding a couple of facts the first one being that israel is uh, an ally a u.s ally, a US ally. Mm-hmm. the second thing um that it's important to understand is that in 2016 there was a uh, a military aid mm-hmm. of um uh, around 30 billion dollars that were actually signed to aid israel with continuing to establish its statehood um as a you know as a fully independent state you know being the state of israel and in 2017 jerusalem with our previous president our previous president officially recognized jerusalem as the capital, the capital. of israel mm-hmm few things to understand from that is that there is a long history of oppression there is a long history of overtaking land mm-hmm. and you know we're not as a united states people as a american people as a country we're not at, at all alien to that knowledge mm-hmm. because we have done very like systematically similar things to 
our own native people mm-hmm. um, in the land here. Mm-hmm. But just a brief history very quickly is that post-World War II, as you know, um, with um, Nazi and with the Holocaust that happened during World War II, which um, it was actually one of the major reasons why uh, Jewish folks who were massacred in right. Europe in the 1940s under the Nazi regime, um, they they started undertaking like mass migration to Palestine. Right. You know, very believe, be- believing very strongly that you know it is their land that you know that they have claimed to. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though, mm-hmm. when you have belief of a land that is like rightfully belongs to you and that that is where you should be. Um, if there are people that actually there, live there, right, the native people of that land, right, um, that kind of causes a problem, causes right? A conflict. Especially when you're considered that to be yours and yours only, and people were already inhabiting those lands and is those areas. Is there a term for that? Is that a? Because I feel like there's a Columbus term related to that when when you go and you take over a land that's colonialism. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, right. I know, I know. It's not funny. The, <laughs> no, it's I know. It's, it's, I it's, mean, like, it's ridiculous. It is colonialism. Col- colonialism. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. never say that word. But also, there is like a term specifically related to Columbus. Oh. Um, um, and, and there's a term that's used for that that's related to Columbus because of the way he took over, you know, Native Americas. But no, yeah. but continue. We don't no, like it's like I mean, I feel like all of that is just led to like ethnocentrism and xenophobia and yes. all of those issues, right? Mm-hmm. But um so in after World War Two, there was a resolution actually that was like an official resolution that was um established by United Nations that called the Palest um Palestinians to actually share <laughs> um their land um with with the, the, with, with, um, the Jewish folk, mm-hmm. and actually happened in 1947, and that led to the establishment of Israel. And so, if you look at the map mm-hmm. of where they started versus where they are, how much land they've that taken they've taken over and mm-hmm. uh, and have systematically occupied for the last 75 so or so mm-hmm. years, it is mind baffling mm-hmm. i mean it is just like it's huge I, it's it's huge and, and the amount of land for, and then like where you see where africa mm-hmm. i, I want to the thing is the other day i was in a meeting and they're explaining how close israel is to africa and because sometimes i feel like whenever we do imagine things we imagine them to be so far away and it's so you know unimaginable wherever mm-hmm. where israel is it's to what the west of egypt specifically and then it's mm-hmm. right under the uk mm-hmm. and then everything is connected it's not like mm-hmm. it's something that that's partitioned off exactly right everything Absolutely. is connected it's so wild mm-hmm. um and, it, and even right now like um a lot of the the borders are closed mm-hmm. so even as uh now going back to present time right uh for example as of like friday of last week i believe friday um, of what day the I, oh my goodness the third what date are we? Uh, probably the thirteenth. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the thirteenth. They the IDF for the Israeli government actually was actually was um, uh, actually announced that they needed uh, I think one point five two million Palestinians to move to the south side to the south um, air, uh, to the south or um, to evacuate one side of the Gaza Strip to another side. Except here's the thing: they had nowhere to go, right. and it is like pretty it's impossible to displace so many people, people all at once and only having 24 hours to do so mm-hmm. so you know as this is happening and again i want to make it clear that in no way 
and with my opinion, because I'm speaking for myself, am I condoning the acts exactly. of violence? And I'm not, you know, justifying the lives that were lost during that festival. Exactly. However, I'm very much pro deliberate like pro liberation mm -hmm. of palestine mm -hmm. i it is something that it took me a minute to actually get to because when everything was kind of it comes like comes flying at you you're sort of lost for a moment at least such was my experience i felt really lost because i understand the atrocity on one the atrocities on one hand on the other hand i'm seeing like the systematic extermination and um, annihilation mm -hmm. of an entire people so i'm like oh is this justified and then the other hand having served i understand like like you respond by you respond to outrageous act of exactly. violence with you know big fist and mm -hmm. ready to go and with guns blazing and that's how that's the that's that's, that's, the that's the environment in which I was bred, right? right? Essentially, and so it was like this very conflicting thing for a moment, but it lasted exactly that. It lasted a, a moment because it took and it takes so everybody understands like the hit, understanding the history, the history and the fact that history. a very long history and the fact that right now the, the this entire country is considered to be an open air prison mm -hmm. and we as a people deserve to be free. I agree. And right now there's still very little access to basic resources, water, food, food shelter, shelter, safe medicals, shelter. medical, medical care. Especially I mean, after just, the bombing of the hospital. Exactly. Like they lost doctors, doctors, they lost their nurse, they oh lost facilities, goodness, right. they lost access to certain supplies. Mm -hmm. It's wild to me for us to be in 2023 and seeing what's going on in Russia and Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And then we turn around, we're at Israel and Palestine. And then it's not, it's not like it's a new thing. Mm -hmm. It's something that's within our history. It's, it's, it's in our DNA. It's something that we, that our, you know, our forefathers have experienced before us. Mm -hmm. But I'm, why? Like, why are we, at what point do we get to a point of peace? It's, it, it breaks my heart to see people go through things at this point in time where there's technology and there's this and there's that and there's this whole world that we have access to that we've never had access to before but there are still people that want to take over land and restrict people and take the minds of people and completely obliterate entire nations what does that do for you how does why why is that something that needs to go in history mm -hmm. you know what i mean i feel like it's something that's already been done and something that we no longer not that it was ever condoned but we already know like right at this point you know right from wrong like mm -hmm. you should know this is this is not the right thing to do mm -hmm. we should not treat people this way mm -hmm. we should be able to share resources we should be able to live a peaceful life and people are should be allowed to live the life that they deserve why are we at this point i do have this question for you and mm -hmm. i and i completely agree with you I just like want to throw this wrench really quick and ask throw it. how far would you be willing to go if you felt justified in your actions and you felt that this is something, you know, whatever it was like that is something that you deserved or were entitled to that belongs to you. How far are you willing to go to lay claim to it? 
Uh, my entitlement goes as far as my child. Like I can't, the thing is though, I can't even imagine because the way I think about things, you know, whenever you pray for things, you're like Mm -hmm. at the harm of no one else. I want these things for myself Mm -hmm. at the harm of nothing else at the, at the, I don't want to affect anyone negatively. I don't want, even though like in retrospect, the things that you do, if you get this job, someone else did not get it. If you Mm -hmm. get this or that, it affects everyone. We're all connected. Mm -hmm. However, I can never wrap my mind i could never take someone's life to get what i want Mm -hmm. so i'm not willing to go that far i'm willing to go as far as putting in the work putting in the time Mm -hmm. um and doing what's morally and ethically correct um and the thing is it's tough to say those things because we have been in the military Mm -hmm. and i i mean i was in the military while trump was president Mm -hmm. so that's actually something that was part of my decision of getting out of the army because Mm -hmm. it was like the idea of supporting someone that just wants to go about things in the way that he was going about Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. i just i i couldn't support it Mm -hmm. um so I mean I feel like my moral compass is is in the right place. I, I the idea of obliterating another person for my success it would never mm-hmm. I I could never get there. It really I appreciate your answer because it, it has me thinking about two things. One is that you're an, an amazing person. Thanks. So. Um, with a really generous and great and loving heart and two i'm wondering if your response is also part of like not having under not having gotten like inherent privilege Mm -hmm. from jump right because yeah we've had to work we've had to every single thing right and and there's still so many things i mean you were telling me stories about like how even like a hairstyle may affect like the way that you present to a certain certain in certain spaces Mm -hmm. right because like you don't want to be perceived as like one person and, and then or be stereotyped and essentially like class in this specific category not given a chance based on that sole fact and so there's this part of me like and i feel the same way because i've had the same experience Mm -hmm. or similar experience is that i feel like maybe coming from a space of like having been on the side of the oppressed oppressed, as opposed to being the oppressor like there's just certain things that we can't necessarily conceive with Mm -hmm. our minds but I love how our conversations also as like melanated movement has grown, like has like kind of ties back to initial conversations we've had. And one of the ones that I remember very clearly was about power and control Mm -hmm. and how the thing about power and control is not like you feel like, oh, I'm going to establish dominance over this person because I feel like it is just like there's not really an alternative, an an alternative to not doing that, an alternative Mm -hmm. to doing that, because not that I want to establish it. It's just I already feel entitled to it. Right. And so if I'm already feeling something that I'm entitled that to I it mm-hmm. and I deserve it and, like, it's mine, anything of the contrary or anything impeding that is going to come out as an affront to me. Exactly. It's going to come out as, like, a threat like a threat to that very entitlement I may not realize I'm already laying ownership Mm, to it and so right and so when we're thinking about like as this whole thing of like oh the we have been we have gone through this absolute like horrendous time right speaking of nazi regime speaking of world war ii like that that time period we are 
we don't have a land but hey this is the promised land like this is supposed to be ours Mm -hmm. and we're going to do whatever it is that we need to do to lay claim to it because Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be ours there's already this consideration that palestinians are not people they're they're subhumans um the government uh, Israeli government themselves like I've called them I've dubbed them to be animals and so there's this almost thing that like if I don't see the humanity in you then I don't see the impact you that I'm having value. on you mm-hmm. and I don't see your value and so it's just getting you out of the way to get what I need to do and that's and- the propaganda if you if if the people at the very top are calling these um other people subhumans and mm-hmm. animals and mm-hmm. now as you're listening to this over and over because of course whenever I think of what's going on on the other side like for example western world our our media is washed but mm-hmm. it's not as obvious mm-hmm. I mean like I feel like as time has gone on we're realizing certain things because mm-hmm. things are said a certain type of way and mm-hmm. done a certain way and we have different types of propaganda however the on that side of the world is very much like you're going to watch what i want you to watch Mm -hmm. that tv is going to be on the radio is going to be on you're going to see exactly what i want you to see Mm -hmm. all the time every day Mm -hmm. so the way that i'm feeling now you feel because you have no other thought Mm -hmm. so continuously saying that these people are not people they're animals they're subhumans just the same way that of course as as uh, our history has shown us how different Mm -hmm. people from different places native americans Americans and African Americans and all these different people, Italians, uh, Jewish mm-hmm. folk, and mm-hmm. all those that have suffered through something so similar, they were people on the other end. They were they were told that we were nothing. And as time goes on, and history continues to repeat itself, and we wonder how can people continue to make these decisions, but we're not. We have the privilege of not being in the same space that they're in. Like we're not seeing the things that they're seeing and being brainwashed in the way that they're being brainwashed. But at the same time, what like I still can't imagine. Yep. <laughs> I still can't wrap my mind around it. It's it's challenging too. I mean, I feel like it's just you would have to be devoid of humanity, you know, to justify this amount like this level of violence. I mean, one of the things that I was very surprised by um all over the the news outlets speaking of framing, right? And mm-hmm. but like doing it in its very subtle way. Like mm-hmm. we're going to utilize this language, right? It's like, oh, these people were murdered, but then those people died, right? Mm-hmm. Like things like that are saying like terrorist this thing. And then the other one was like in an attack mm-hmm. for to defend, mm-hmm. right? It's all about in the framing of the messaging of course, in the Western in the, in, in, the West, in Western countries. Of and course. It, it's going to kind of like really lead you if you're not smarter about how you consume things, mm-hmm. right? You're going to when it, you have a choice. When you have a choice. I'm speaking mm-hmm. of Western countries of course, specifically yeah. and how the news outlet like have like framed the messaging for the last like weeks, few weeks now. It's like if you're not if you're not like strategically consuming that message or even like utilizing different outlets to get your information, Mm -hmm. you can very easily be led into the direction of thinking like, Oh, these are the demons and these are the villains. And these are like the animals. And of course it needs to be extinguished. It needs to be taught a lesson. It needs to be extinct. People feel that way. But it's, it's Uh, so pervasive and it's everywhere. I mean, we're talking about celebrities who are like, you know, we're standing with this and we're standing with that. And I don't want not to be specific, but like, 
it's 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 fascinating to me how the the, the news have like mentioned how horrific the violence like the attack at the the festival was because there were children you know like that had perished during that attack they mm-hmm. were women they were like different vicious actions that are caused but then the as a as a defense to that right as a counterattack to that entire families were having completely wiped off Mm. the registry as of um earlier i want to say like earlier last week when i read the news 45 and i mean families not people Mm. 45 entire families Mm -hmm. if you think about the entire lineage Mm -hmm. families and were wiped were removed from From the the registry So when you think about it, it's just like, wait, what do you, what do you mean? Mm. And so just to wrap up this, this, this little history lesson, cause you know, I go, I go ham in that, but. No, but it's important to know what you're talking about. That's why we always say like, whenever we discuss certain things, we make sure we look up the information. Mm-hmm. We make sure that we're aware of certain things because mm-hmm. we have the privilege of sharing that information, mm-hmm. even though there is censorship in what we do, mm-hmm. it's important to discuss the things that we least can say, Hey, we found this here, there, here and there, but then we are looking up credited sources. We're mm-hmm. looking up different things. So we're not just listening to one mm-hmm. or the other. And it's ridiculous. Cause like there's so much information that we can only find on social media, yep. but you won't see it on the news. You won't, you won't because like it's, it's explicit. It's, censored completely like it's deliberately censored because Mm -hmm. they don't want they want you to know they want you to know what they want you to know and what they want you to understand and and accept and believe it and when they want you to actually learn it and accept it and all of that stuff because they want you to formulate an opinion that is in line with what they're actually sharing and it's just oh my goodness it's so atrocious but to wrap it up so we had we talked about the nazi regime we talked about like the the land and the the actual resolution that happened after world war ii so in 1940 so the un had to you know had said specifically in a resolution hey y'all need to share this land you know it's going to be like sharing this this land between the, the the arabs and um the jewish folk right and so in 1948 there was like an actual full blown war that the Palestinians have called Al Nakba, and it actually stands for the catastrophe, and it is actually the 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 history of the victory of Israel that caused the mass displacement, and it was absolutely horrible. There were interviews even on social media with people who Wait, actually have. This? It was in 1948. Mm-hmm. And there were actual interviews on social media of some of those like mili- like military um. Um, people, mm-hmm. Israeli military that actually participated in an Al Nakba, who were talking about how they systematically wiped out entire groups of folk because you know the Palestinians for for land, and so the that history it was like a it was a big turning point and it called it led to the mass displacement of over 700,000 members of the Palestinian community and between 1949 and 1960s up to a million Jewish refugees and immigrants um actually and two, uh, and of uh, over 250,000 Holocaust survivors immigrated to Israel and the land that they've actually ended up taking over what was much more than the United Nations initial initially had planned oh on them God. to share and so this is how like this is but why the do they have to share it is like <laughs> my thing you know how like if someone has like two kids and one kid's like it's mine it's mine and the other kid's like well he won't share and the mm-hmm. mom's like well you have to share but like why like Imagine if, if you already like, have like 
like I don't understand why if there if the line is already drawn, why are you trying to take over the just if you want if you want to be a citizen, just say that. Just but like imagine living in your home, right? Like you're in your home, you got like a night, you know, you have a nice, you know, two bedroom, two bath. You're you have your your decor everywhere, your paintings, your plants, and everything. Yeah. You're living peacefully with your family. You're paying your bills. You do your you do your tax. Like you living yeah. as an upright citizen, and then all of a sudden you're being like you have like so one person comes and like yo, can I, you know, I really need your help. Like I need to stay here for a second. I'm like sure. Like I'll 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 give you a bed. You know, somewhere in the corner or whatever but then shortly after two people start coming three people start coming it's like yo the conditions are dire or whatever and then before yeah, you, you even take a breath or before you even to like whoa, whoa whoa what's going on the government tells you yo and you need to share your house right you need to split your apartment where your family your entire family is going to have this half of the house so you're going to have one bedroom for all of y'all to mm. share and one one like one little corner of the kitchen and then they have the rest but why right right and then what is and, the reason and next thing you know like your decor starts to disappear and next thing you know like your walls are going bare and next thing you know you don't have half of the kitchen anymore you even you only have like the little coffee area mm -hmm. that you have oh and by the way if you do anything or complain or whatever you now need to ask permission of the people who actually have invaded your home mm -hmm. to go outside to cook to you know speak freely to do anything that you need to do mm -hmm. that's that's the like that's the best way that i can actually interpret that mm -hmm. it's like having your home invaded against your will but it's also mandated by the, the higher governments who have nothing to do with it they mm -hmm. don't even live in the same neighborhood as you right and they're like, yeah, by the way, yeah, this is this is not just yours now. This is y'all's. Right. Have fun. Exactly. And it, it, yeah, it's definitely giving hoarder, like entitled yeah. to your space, never leaving type vibe, sending yeah. mail to the crib so they never have to leave. Mm -hmm. How do you feel? I, every time I hear about things like this, for me, I just never understand why. I think my biggest question has always been why? Like, what is the purpose? What is the goal? Why are we doing this at this point in time? And it's, it's you know how they say history repeats itself. Mm -hmm. And I do, see, and like, I mean, it's fine for style to repeat itself. Like, bell bottoms have been coming back for a little while now. Mm -hmm. But in the idea of these types of wars, these genocides, these unnecessary deaths these just complete takeovers for me i just i i can't bear it i just don't understand why like why why do people have to suffer for someone else's sense of entitlement for I, I never under and I can never understand it. I mm -hmm. no matter how many times I look into something and I do the research and I'm trying to piece it together and I mm -hmm. get the timeline, mm -hmm. my question is always why? Like why? Okay, we want the land, but why? Mm -hmm. Like it just doesn't it just makes sense to me. So I'm just not I don't know. It puts me in a place of where now I want to do more research to to where I have a better understanding mm -hmm. so I can have more of an opinion. But I always I never really say too much of an opinion because I always feel like there's information that I haven't found. Mm -hmm. I am someone who wants to know everything mm -hmm. before I even formulate something. And even then, I am someone who just has the information mm -hmm. and I just want to be informed. And then it puts it puts things in puts things in perspective of how privileged we really are. Mm -hmm. Like 
outside of the civil war like what have we really experienced in the united states from another country mm-hmm. you know what i mean we've had threats from other countries mm-hmm. of course sending you know certain things over mm-hmm. to us and landing in our oceans close to us however we have the privilege of only experiencing things especially specifically in our lifetime mm-hmm. of just civil wars mm-hmm. and things like that we haven't had certain things to where we've had to deal with this of course like the ones who inhabited you know in the United States before us have experienced mm-hmm. certain things but for us we we are really living a privileged life right it, it makes me think a lot of like our home country it makes me think a lot of um of Haiti and so many things that our our people have suffered through the level of just hunger and the level of famine and poverty and illiteracy and uh, the civil war and thinking like the who who can save us if not ourselves type of deal you know the question and, of why got me through that one yeah i've the things that have happened in haiti back to back to back to back mm-hmm. i've purposely taken time to research mm-hmm. because i, I want to know why mm-hmm. why are people traveling from other countries mm-hmm. to assassinate our president mm-hmm. like why are people coming from other countries to drill into our mountains like why is it this particular country that's mm-hmm. really setting people off haiti has been visiting visited by people of the states Mm -hmm. people of south america people from the uk Mm -hmm. like they're why what are you guys looking for so what have you found out i mean haiti's wakanda it really is um i actually had the privilege of of meeting with the group the blacks uh, the black psychologist association Mm -hmm. of uh south florida of which you remember now i know right uh, there's this amazing um psychiatrist who hosted her name is dr tasha if you guys want to look into her she's on instagram um she hosts different events um she does live uh events where like if you're struggling with something she'll like she she does pro bono work um also she does um like she does um collaborations with people where she'll do like all male events uh all black male events all all male in general not necessarily black or but they they purposely she purposely speaks people of color because we know as a community we're just not getting um that attention i guess we're not we don't have the access to that information or we've always been taught that like you know go to church pray it away type thing Mm -hmm. so there's certain events um that i i see her put together that are just really just moving the fact that she's trying to make an impact even how small someone else may see it it's very impactful through that person's Mm -hmm. lineage Mm -hmm. right but um something about uh, about haiti that i learned specifically what did i say so haiti is like wakanda right so outside of south america let me pull it up here on my notes because I'm that girl. I love me some notes. <laughs> yes, you do. And I love it. This is amazing. I just didn't test <laughs> notes and stuff. But no, Haiti has the world's second largest iridium deposits. So outside of South uh, Africa, they're the, you know, they have the second largest iridium deposits. And then iridium specifically is... Um, what is it? It's like the it's related to platinum, is it, or something like that? Yeah. So iridium is like a a, a rare mineral. Mm-hmm. So it's a chemical element, mm-hmm. and it is like very hard and brittle, mm-hmm. and it's like um, 
it's it's for it's actually of the platinum group like yeah. you're saying but it's actually one of the part of like one of the three most rare um minerals elements that exist in the entire world mm-hmm. people you can use them in like in pen um in pens um you can it's a hardening agent you can use like you know fountain like usually like the fountain pen nibs um right. it's worth more than gold and bitcoin not that yes. bitcoin is really saying much at this moment but it's resistance to high temperatures and yep. corrosion makes it almost indispensable in mm-hmm. the manufacture of aircraft engines and deep water pipelines Mm -hmm. exploitation could be a lever for the revival of the haitian economy and recreation of millions of jobs so the thing is about that is i know at a a certain point during the clinton administration there it's really it's found in the mountains right Mm -hmm. and um the states actually drilled through half of one of haiti's mountains and that's when haiti was like all right waving the white flag like you you've taken so much from the country but you haven't done anything for the country mm-hmm. so we're we're now pulling that export from you mm-hmm. um so that was the whole thing with the clinton administration but amongst other things the clinton administration has a lot of things um that they should have gone to jail for but we ain't gonna talk about it girl but um something mm-hmm. that just ties things together is when a country has something that's so valuable of course it's going to be sought out in many ways and in different ways um there's a sense of entitlement that we've spoken about throughout this episode that occurs where people feel like they're entitled to certain things even though it I mean, it doesn't belong to them. Mm-hmm. If um, so, the things that happened in Haiti and Haiti was uh, what the first country to become independent, mm-hmm. um, and the first black free country, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it freed eight other countries. Mm-hmm. So, and with that title, of course, there's going to be people that are against you and trying to now enslave you or take over your land or take over, you know, major exports and things like that. And that's without, and you know, considering the anti-blackness that is so prevalent and pervasive as well. Right. Anti-blackness is real. Exactly. Anyway, they don't want the black people to to thrive. Absolutely and not. Anything. So, as as we continue to talk about like the why, I've always been so curious as to why why do these things happen why do these wars occur why does this exploitation happen why is there such an instance of entitlement to someone else's riches why are we keeping this entire country impoverished for the benefit of another country why just all these whys right Mm -hmm. and as time has gone on i've done some research and and i'm finding more of the whys to connect it to and then after i figure out the whys kind of like what do you do now like what is the next step to then now prevail from whatever is causing this big rift and causing these wars and causing these issues so that was something for me to connect to Hades or Wakanda Haiti is definitely Wakanda and then like when you like the last Wakanda movie you know how you ever heard how like movies tell you what's going on without directly telling you what's mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. I, I I've uh specifically the last five years Mm -hmm. i feel like i have definitely fallen into that space where there is so many explanation of the world through movies you just have to pay attention because sometimes the timeline will be off but the timeline will not be based on the western calendar it will be based on another calendar so like there's a movie called 2020 that one was tom cruise in it right Mm -hmm. Uh, or well no it was 2012 was the name of the movie with tom cruise Mm -hmm. and that one was a movie what is the other calendar that they use the Um, mayan calendar right so the 2012 mayan calendar um according to the western calendar would have been 2020 Mm -hmm. and how certain things happen so like when certain things occur 
there's there's evidence and there's history and there's things to look up and things to contrast and i have become that person that needs to research mm-hmm. um but in the meeting i did go to we did talk about what's going on in israel what's going on in palestine and what's going on in haiti and i was very proud to be part of a group that is not only focused on bettering like the people of america united states of course but also wanting to support and uplift members of, of the our global community exactly mm-hmm. and that's so empowering not only can i change the lives of people there in my backyard but i can give back to the country that i i came from mm-hmm. i can give back to the country of my brothers and sisters and my cousins and my relatives and things like that mm-hmm. and for me that's so important like as things continue to crumble around us as we are in this dome it's feeling like a dome these days mm-hmm. um it's so important to make the impact that you feel like is so small but that small impact can really affect generations and really put a space for something better in the future mm-hmm. and I, I really like that you brought up like how Hades like Wakanda and more specifically in that second movie like you're saying the second installment Wakanda Forever mm-hmm. the actual uh, director Ryan Coogler uh, he intentionally uh, filmed uh, some of the scenes and cap haitian haiti mm-hmm. uh to really Cap-Aisian. it was like a love letter mm-hmm. to haiti to speak of like the lost nobility and the dignity of an island nation even t'challa the prince t'challa's name is actually toussaint who mm-hmm. is one of like the founders of liberty for right. the for for our, for our haitian people and even talking about like wakanda and like the, there's like a the way that they he they pretty much juxt- juxtaposed wakanda's reality with like eurocentrics and economics Mm -hmm. and like the ideology of like you know we you have this precious metal like we want it and we want you must share with the world like you must share your resource and all that stuff all the while trying to attack and like sneak attack and like possess it and like by like all means like Mm -hmm. all vile means possible it is exactly what has happened to our nation it's exactly what happened you talked about something similar in a region of region of in africa or some parts of africa what was it oh again? the red ruby yes um the red ruby that was that was in the 80s that was in the 90s where mm-hmm. there was the was the, the big um there were i mean there was a big war mining mm-hmm. yeah right thank you for this like glimpse <laughs> of knowledge i mean i like a really of history and i mean i've learned we, we always learn some things, some new things. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's easy to get distracted by other, you know, ridiculous, like ridiculous pieces that are going on in the world Distraction as well. is like, something that I feel like us as a people are easily attached to. Mm-hmm. Distraction happens everywhere. Mm-hmm. We have so much social media. Not only are we able to get certain information from, but distractions are yeah. on there. Our, I think our attention span is like greatly reduced. And it's one like, of them, with like seven seconds, like three point <laughs> five. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what has what is one of the main like distracting pieces for you lately? Jada, bro, Pinkett Smith, Alcina, Shakur. Is, what is up with her? Oh, she needs to sit down. I, the the thing is with her that really pisses me off is it's all unsolicited unsolicited information that's gonna forever affect your family uh, everything i've learned has been away. against my will though yeah, like girl, I, it's like i don't go seeking that information nobody I gives don't a crap that you're I still in love with know. tupac no like and the thing is you and then the thing is is you are you are sincerely affecting your family mm-hmm. the fact that will smith went on to the oscar snage and smacked the black <laughs> off of that man what's Bruh. his name chris rock chris rock girl his his comedy show after that was 
poop mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. absolute garbage mm-hmm. but now i mean will smith is like forbidden to go to oscars for like 10 years and then now you have the audacity to be like i'm not married to that man I, they have been, been separated we've been for separated since 2016 no, who asked you that it's at, wild at the time for you to support will smith this is the information that you're just giving out for the free like i know you're writing a book girl i know you're trying to get your coins boo you are you are an oscar nominated actress you know what i'm saying you have one of you have one of the most famous families in the world you Mm -hmm. have a talented family you have so many other things going for you in your book she girl she put i used to sell uh drugs when i was young I am still in love with Tupac Shakur. Me and Will Smith are no longer married. What, what's the next thing? The kids are not Will's. The kids are belonging to Tupac. He impregnated you in your sleep as a ghost. <laughs> Girl, shut up. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. Like, that was beautiful. Was like, be, be serious. If somebody did that to me, I'm like, girl, shut. You up. are so unserious. <laughs> There's, they had to have oh an NDA. There was no. Someone needs to draft NDA. Somebody ASAP. to get her and just kind of reel her in. She's like, on a tour. She's, like, she's on a tour. It's wild. Like she needs to. St- she needs to be like. She, like I. I don't think I've ever said that before about a black woman. But like, girl, need, sit down. She needs. Yeah, she needs. She needs to take a moment. Like. Yeah, I just, a moment girl mm, sit down several moments i i don't know have a seat because the thing is it's like you she is part of the distraction imagine Mm -hmm. and then it's so interesting how this is why i feel like i'm in a dome we have all these serious things happening Mm there is a war happening Mm -hmm. multiple wars Mm -hmm. happening right and then we're going through recession the government almost went into a shutdown we don't have a speaker bro bro and in his (laughs) his 30 minute speech afterwards unnecessary (laughs) i'm like our inflation is wild people are not making enough money to survive we have people with full-time jobs that are still on the street begging for money Mm -hmm. because they can't even pay for gas Mm -hmm. the people can't pay for daycare for their children because Mm -hmm. daycare is literally between 15 and 2100 dollars outrageous so for their kids to go to daycare outrageous. but then you're paying them 15 like the thing is is like she is part of the distraction we're the thing is, is like there's things that are occurring there's so much and which is more important than jada pink and smith and how she feel about will sit down girl Sit it down. We're gonna throw a pebble Sit at this dome, and the dome gonna the crack, man. For real. No, it needs to. It needs to. Over like it. I feel like you know we we need to become more radicalized. Like mm-hmm. we there is just so much happening. Like in the same breath as atrocious events are occurring all around us right. and just because we're spared but like apart. you know the geographically it's melt it really is Literally. and it's just you know. I I find myself getting less distracted by like TikToks and stuff. Yeah, same. Lately. Same. Right? Because it's like I haven't uh, been on TikTok in a while, actually. Like I'm gonna like it's like I'm yeah I'm laughing about this, but who doom? You know, it's yeah. just like right uh, around the yeah. corner type thing. And I don't know, but one of the things that I learned today though, and we're gonna wrap this up, but as was I don't know if you knew that in South Korea women actually had radicalized as well. They Mm -hmm. have the lowest birth rate in uh, several years now because they're like, nah, we're not... Because they can't afford to live either. Same thing. They can't afford, like, to live by themselves. Like, they... Like, men 
for the for in a lot of situations are not the greatest and they're like we're not gonna have kids in these in these conditions, in these conditions. so we're not gonna have we're, them. Is, we're not gonna... we're not gonna we're not gonna take it and have actually radicalized and then gird like nope we're not we're not doing it and so they're having like the replacement rate like is supposed to be at like a 3.2 or something like that mm-hmm. but the birth rate is like at a 0.04 oh my god oh, which is like wow if you don't do something this is how you do it i'm telling you opposite of radicalization did you hear about the castration of the puerto rican women did you hear about i did that has been going on for a while it has yeah, been and been i think we spoke about it like mm-hmm. a month or so ago did mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. i couldn't believe that mm-hmm. there's so many people oh my word if you yeah. guys haven't had the chance to look up the puerto rican women being castra cast how was the word castrated castrated mm-hmm. please look it up the percentage of women that have been just their tubes have been tied at like 21 mm-hmm. to where they can't produce any kids mm-hmm. past that point and it's something that has been happening for so long to keep them from making more of their of their lineage oftentimes without their knowledge exactly they'll go into the yeah. let alone consent so, so yeah more things to get bring more doom and gloom into your life however knowledge is power <laughs> take a deep breath right yeah oh with that goodness. deep breath we do have a big announcement that we do want to tell our melanated movement yes, family our family yeah and we love so much (laughs) (laughs) so um outside of us taking a little break here from the from our last episode because you know life Mm -hmm. uh we are going on a hiatus we are we're going on a hiatus and this is the the last episode of season two of the millennium movement podcast and then when we come back out it will be the beginning of season three and we do have a lot of great things in store for you guys so stay tuned uh as things um get closer we will drop a date so please pay attention to our instagram pay attention to our threads mm-hmm. to our um x if x does not come out with a ridiculous monthly amount to keep x oh my gosh oh my goodness um but we will be announcing our date that we will be releasing season three of mm-hmm. the melanie movement podcast mm-hmm. and we will let you know all the cool details that are included in that mm-hmm. so you know it's been great for season two definitely pay attention to the episodes that we have posted we have 22 episodes two years of the melody movement podcast we have um a few we have a live that's on our ig mm-hmm. we have tiktok that's still up and available communicate with us talk with us we will still be available via dm if you mm-hmm. do want to talk so definitely reach out to us say hey hey what's up if there's anything that you guys want to bring into season three our inbox is open and we would love to hear your suggestions any topics anything that you would like to be included any guests that would like to um be a part of the millennium yes. movement podcast yes definitely send us, us a dm yeah mm-hmm. let us know what you if you would like to be part of it we're definitely open we like having conversations we yes, have a list of ideas mm-hmm. that we're actively working on and putting together for season three so definitely stay tuned to when that is launching so we wanted to make sure that we share that with you guys so when we do not release another episode in uh, a few weeks because we do normally release two episodes a month we want you guys to know what's going on yes we definitely want to keep you keep you all updated some really good things are happening some 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 good life changes life in. Uh, life and life has been life and uh, but you know we love you and we really wanted to kind of 
acknowledge all of the mess and the chaos that is all, that is happening around us and we really wanted to sort of put a voice to like our own voice to it as well yeah, exactly. and, but but we also wanted to not leave you in the dark as to what was happening because right. you know we've we've taken we've taken some time because we had been pretty we have been pretty consistent over right. the last few months and so we've taken a little break but we wanted to just officially put it out there that we will be going on a hiatus and wrapping up season two so but, We've loved season two. I think yeah. season two was fun. Yes. Uh, we've done this now for two years, and I'm really looking forward to season three and Me our too. new things that we have yes. for you guys. Yes, bigger, better, bolder, awesome. Bigger, better, bolder. <laughs> I like that. Oh my goodness! Well, I love you. I love you too. We love you guys. We love you. Aww. take care of yourselves like take a break step away from the documentaries step away from the news don't believe anything you see read here do your own research um find joy in the small things you know spend time with your loved ones sell uh, as much as you can as much as you can if you have you know if you're an october baby happy birthday yeah it ain't about the libras baby it's about the scorpio, scorpio if you ain't gang. about it find out about it october's <laughs> about me never been about you if you ain't if you are any other sign i'm just like, I'm like, I'm like that was a drake moment nah, that was a drake you discriminate and <laughs> no, no no we love no, you no. we love you all the same a little bit now bomb many nah. list scorpios is number one ask about us yeah October Scorpio or November Scorpio? Uh, if you ain't an October Scorpio? <laughs> no, like, have you seen those memes though about the difference between October yes. and November Scorpio? All I gotta say is like November Scorpios are unhinged. <laughs> so, and I ain't sorry to say it. <laughs> give, give, give me somebody to tell, that's gonna tell us that's a lie. Mm-hmm. We wait. We'll wait. Exactly. Nah, that's it. <laughs> Period. Nah, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's a, the thing is, there is definitely just like there's a difference between like May and June Gemini's and all the mm-hmm. other signs that we ain't got to talk about. But Scorpio specifically is the only one I know about. And mm. girl, uh, the difference, the difference is real. <laughs> <laughs> Not the difference, the difference. I'm dead. Anyway, oh my goodness. So we love you, and this has been <laughs> the Melanie Movement Podcast, closing season two, baby. Woo-hoo! with Tessie Ian until season three next time guys bye, bye.